Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, Brother Earnshaw will be asking, do we have to love our brothers? Thank you. So there is a feeling among newly raised Masons that you have to be friends with everybody in the lodge because of the tenet of brotherly love. But this can bring issues. For example, in one of the lodges I'm a member of, one of the brethren puts on an event every year, which should be both a fundraiser for the lodge and an opportunity to invite people who are interested in masonry to meet the brethren in a social setting. The event is popular, bringing in thousands of dollars, but the lodge never sees a penny. This is because the brother inflates his expenses so that there is no profit left over to put in the lodge coffers. He hands us fabricated accounts every year. In a previous life, I was an internal auditor for a large Japanese manufacturer. I audited the accounts uh, that the brother handed in and easily found the deceit. The problem is that the powers that be refused to take action. And year after year, the brother get in question gets away with it. Another example, um, in Tokyo, sums ranging from $20,000 to $60,000 have been stolen from several lodges in the last five or six years. This year alone, my lodge lost $6,000. You might ask yourself if, if we leave bundles of cash lying around, but the problem is that there just isn't enough oversight. A similar event is given in Right Worshipful Brother Arnold's great book on the craft called Be a Mason. In it, he tells of a British Mason who stole $165,000 uh, in 2017 from an Irish lodge. However, this brother has been imprisoned for two years for fraud. The problem stems from the fact that we don't always have the best people installed as treasurer. They don't check the bank account often enough to find money missing. The accounts are often not up to date. And in my lodge's case, there were several bank cards unaccounted for. So a brother just took one and downloaded money from an ATM. The best people, those that have accountant skill sets, don't want more on their plates, having to run the lodge accounts for free as well as their own work. Every cash withdrawal must be countersigned by the secretary or the master of the lodge. And large events, such as banquets, need to um, have an itemized quotation to be agreed in advance. At present, it is only the secretary that gets paid in a lodge, and many lodges don't even do that. I'm in favor of paying at least four brethren for their services to a lodge. Both the treasurer and the secretary should re receive a nominal sum say about $100 a month for their services, because these can be onerous jobs. The two other brethren um, I would pay 
would be a member on the charity committee, so they don't feel it is a burden to visit the sick and elderly, and a member who is responsible for public relations. Paying these brethren would then make them accountable to the lodge, and I think they would do a more conscientious drop job. So, do I love my brother? For the most part, yes. But there are many mendacious brethren whose hands I don't want to shake, let alone talk to them. Unfortunately, this is to be expected, as the membership of a lodge reflects society in general, where people believe, as Mark Twain said, honesty is the best policy, but only when there is some money in it. Excellent. Thank you for that, Brother Anshaw. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's that's an interesting admission um, to do with the particularities of your lodge. So I'm yes. sure that's going to put you at odds to some people. So thank no, you I, for I, I having I belong the courage to, to speak up. I belong to four lodges, so. <laughs> mm, mm. And um, York Rite and Scottish Rite, so that's six lodges. So. <laughs> Not well, actually... Thanks for speaking out. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, the problem is with masonry is... A lot of there are a lot of ways you can hide things in the secrecy of the lodge, and and I'm and rightly so. The, the public have become suspicious of some certain aspects of the lodge, but it's nice to hear somebody speaking about what they've seen. Yeah. Uh, if if it is there, then then please speak up. It won't get solved otherwise. If people are creaming small amounts off of large amounts, like in in, in your case, yeah. it's 60. not right. It, it's, yes. it's not right. It's not moral, and I and I don't think right. it should be tolerated. Right. And um, that is money we should be using for charitable purposes, uh, helping people in old age pension uh, pensioners or helping people getting um, vaccination against uh, Corona. So there's many ways we should be using it, but not lining our own pockets. And Absolutely. but the problem yeah, is that's... at the top, <clears throat> many people who have um, had kind of. Um, leadership roles thrust upon them so that they are you know really high up they don't want to rock the boat they'd rather mm -hmm. brush mm -hmm. it under the carpet and say okay we made a mistake we won't do it again no hold on a second we gotta we gotta get this money back <laughs> absolutely and yeah, so very true. um in my case the the brother who's who's taking thousands of dollars every year year after year for events uh mm -hmm. it's just gets under my skin you know it's um, and i'm sure i know who they are yeah everybody knows but it's the mm -hmm. people at the top refuse to do anything about it and um, they're always making ex excuses or something you know it's, it's, mm. it's inexcusable but anyway so um though masonry does <clears throat> a lot of good work uh sometimes there is a bad apple that sours the, the keg anyway <laughs> well, thank you thank you for that well that brings this episode to a close if you have any questions please email on the link below we now part on the square and we will meet soon thank you and goodbye goodbye